welcome to the Deuce Podcast. I'm Brad. And I'm Jeremy. This is episode 172 of the Deuce Podcast. It is the month of March and we are in, I don't know, we decided to do a director's cut this week. Um, so I don't even know what you would call that. Yeah. Like a month of director's cuts. We don't know. Yes. We might be doing that. We might not be. But for this episode, we are doing a director's cut. We are doing the uh, 2006 release of the director's cut of Superman 2, the Donner cut. Yes, the Donner cut. And I don't mean the Donner family cut. The Donner party cut? The Donner party, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Not all my jokes can land, Jeremy. <laughs> It's where they, they redid it in a much more consumable format. <laughs> That's why I set them up and you knock them out of the park. Boom. 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 Shaka, boom. Superman 2, of course, is the sequel to Superman. I know it's hard to believe, but it is. <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Richard Donner directed the first movie. Uh, uh, Superman 1 and Superman 2 uh, were directed simultaneously. Yeah. So uh, while they were filming Superman 1, for instance, they might have been filming a scene where they're walking out of uh, Perry White's office. Uh, they would do, they would go, okay, cut. And then they would do um, another scene where they're walking out of Perry White's office. But it would be for Superman 2. Yeah. So it was kind of hard to kind of keep the... The continuity of where you were going. Is this Superman 1, Superman 2? Well, and a, a lot of people think um, it was back-to-back. Right. A lot of people thought it was back-to-back. No. It's, it was it simultaneously. Yeah, simultaneously. So they had a lot of footage from Superman 2 that Richard Donner used. But uh, for... Well, go ahead. You tell, uh, tell it a lot better than I do. About what the... The story behind it. Like, why is there a Donner cut? As opposed to the Richard Lester cut. Yeah, so um, basically... Uh, Which there is a Richard Lester cut. It's just the theatrical version. It's just version. the theatrical version, yeah. right. Um, so Alexander and Ilya Salkind yes. uh, were the producers. They're like European producers. Um, they had a deal because the studio didn't really mm. believe in Superman. They're most famous for... Superman and Superman 2. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Pretty much. Well, the, the studio didn't really believe in them or the project. They didn't think it was going to do it. Nobody uh, nobody really wanted to put it together. Like, Warner Brothers had the rights to the stuff for Superman. So it really was no, you know, like, they didn't have to do anything special to get the rights. But they were like, the studio didn't want to, like, put money up front. So they basically said... You get the actors together. You get whatever. You you basically film it, go through all the stuff, and if we think it's good to put out, then we will. We'll like give you, cut you a check for mm-hmm. what we would have paid up front. Can't remember what kind of deal that's called, but it's like a no something deal. Um, but basically, they could have seen it and gone nope, and just <laughs> not paid them, and they've mm-hmm. been out a ton of money. Um, and so they have this deal, uh, for this picture. Uh, and so they were like, well, let's do it all at once. Cause they knew what they wanted to do and they wanted this big Epic. So they're working through it. Um, they're putting it together, but like the Sulkins kind of wanted one thing with this Epic and Richard Donner is like, his approach to these movies was that, uh, this was like modern mythology. Mm-hmm. And so you needed to treat it seriously. Mm-hmm. And they wanted it a little bit more... Cartoony. Yeah, like, not like goofy kid stuff. Not like stuff. goofy. Not like the Batman series. Right. But more family, you would yeah. say. Their, their idea of what made good film was different from, you know, the guy who actually, you know, directed films and, you know, was right. pretty successful with things. So I mean, you maybe could compare this to... Uh, Joss Whedon and Zack Snyder's Justice League, yeah. in a way, um, it's a little bit different because of yeah. the circumstances that were uh, and, the, and the probability and the yeah, problems that were yes going on. Yes and no. Yes, uh, yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um. So, part of what happened was the Salkins and Donner did not get along well. They fought. They actually right. brought in. Neither Richard. did Marlon Brando. He didn't like him either. Yeah. 
Uh, what, Donner? No, the Salkins. The Salkins, yeah. Because he was supposed to get paid royalties, from, not royalties, but yeah. back pay from the um, box office yes. that came from Superman Because 1, they, did, they agreed to it not expecting it was going right. to be huge, right. which is like how Star Wars got a bunch of money. Exactly right. Yeah. And that's in Marlon Brando kind of was a little bit ahead of that, yeah. thinking, well, okay, let's do that. So because of that, he didn't get that payment, so he didn't want anything to do with Superman. Two. Because they basically paid him for a, everything being done at once. Right. And when they were like, hey, you're gonna, it's a second movie yeah. and you're going to, uh, we need reshoots. He's like, no, screw nope. off. Right. Um, which is why in the original Richard Lester version, Lara. Right. You don't get yeah. Marlon Brando because of the cost. Right. His mom shows up instead. Right. Yeah. So um, in this. Uh, so they fought, they brought on Richard Lester to like co-produce the film. So he was like kind of involved and I think they had an idea that they might have to go this route. Um, I think they were setting it up like that to begin with. I think they really were. They, I think, I don't think they wanted Richard Donner to really, I think they were just like, I don't like this way that he's going. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that they were like, well, you need to go promote Superman 1. And in the process, they were like, by the way, um, just don't come back. Yeah. They basically, because when he was out there, like, don't worry about filming the rest don't of it. Don't worry about filming the rest of it. He had filmed about 70% of it, yeah. I would say. 75% of it. And they are like, don't bother finishing the rest of it. Yeah. We'll get someone else to finish it. And then they hired Richard, or they moved Richard Lester over to directing um, who directed, well, when you want a co-directorship, you need to direct at least, I think half yeah, or 40%. I can't remember what, what it is. Yeah. And so he ended up directing at least 40% of, of the Superman. Yeah. I think, I think two. he had to cut so much of it and yeah. then reshoot and then reshoot his something. version of it, even though he didn't probably right. need to. They did that so that then he could... when he asked because he was friends with Richard Donner, then when he asked Richard Donner if it was okay to do a co-directorship, uh, Richard Donner says, "I don't co-direct with anyone." Yeah, which I'm like, I think I think geez. that's why they brought Lester in, like with a directorship thing, because they thought they thought that his friend could control him. Mm-hmm. You know, like if we bring in his friend, they'll listen to his friend, <laughs> no. and that's not how that that's works. How that works. No, yeah, no, 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 no. so. Um, so in turn, we have in 2006, they re-edited director's cut from the 1980s superhero yeah. movie Superman Two, yes. which coincides with the Superman Returns movie, kind of becoming more in because around that time was 2005, right? When yeah, Superman Returns with yes. Brandon Roth. Yeah, so it was kind of coincidental, but kind of not. They kind of wanted to. Doing around that time, yeah, because Superman Returns is such a it pretends that Superman three and four don't exist. Correct, right? Yeah, yeah. It okay. takes place after Superman two, right? And envisions that he's left after the events of Superman two, right? Yeah, and so that's you know kind of where I mean, if you're gonna do that, I guess this would be the time to do it. Mm-hmm. So they found the old footage and had to, like, what, like, salvage a a bunch of it? Yeah, so uh, the audio tapes, Mm -hmm. uh, they had to bake them because they were, they'd absorbed fluid, Mm -hmm. absorbed moisture over time. Uh, They found a lot of the original reels, but because it had already been cut, they had to go back through the uh, scrap reels and, like, match them up. Crazy. Yeah, and so, like, there was a lot of, like, the, Mm -hmm. like, they saved a lot of that, but, like, they had to go grab things. There's also, they filled it in with um, where there are some gaps in the action or like with the effects that never got finished, they had to touch it up right. with modern stuff. Or there was screen tests. Yes. Um, the big one was there's a scene, um, and maybe like we'll talk about that as one of the big differences. Right, about here. halfway through the movie. Yeah, there's a scene with screen tests. Yeah. Lois and Clark in a hotel room. Mm-hmm. Uh and that was their actual screen test uh, to see how he transitioned from, like, Superman to, or from Clark to Superman. Mm-hmm. That was, like, the screen test. And so they reused that. Which you can that. sort of see. <laughs> yes. Kind of screen test. They, they are, um, 
he's not as bulky. Right. And his hair is kind of weird. Yeah. And she's like not, no. her she's hair not is different. Crazy. And no, like, no. yeah. No. So like, you can definitely tell it's something else. Um, right. And there's some other weird things that are intercut. Like, um, they have, there's a scene where General Zod and everybody there basically breaking into the White House and fighting everybody. And the audio track is like, it's a completely different Foley track. Yeah, but that track. part was, I mean, maybe the hallway scenes weren't, but the breaking into the president, that was Yeah, no, that happened. Yeah, that but happened. But the, the fight in the hallway. That's what I'm thinking. The, it's got all new Foley tracks. So my guess is mm-hmm. they never filmed or never recorded those Foley tracks mm-hmm. because there was no, uh, there was no need to. And as a result, right. that stuff you know, it's like, oh, hey, here we have something with no sound. And so they had to do the Foley stuff now so it doesn't sound like the 1970s Foley, you know, art. <laughs> um, then there's like, um, i trying to think. Uh, so some of that. Oh, and then uh, there's a scene at the end where it shows uh, like people walking around like it shows. The shows the city again, like New York or whatever. Yeah. I guess no, Metropolis. Metropolis. Yeah, that is very. I guess clearly the Twin New Towers York. are in Metropolis, as is the Statue of Liberty. As as the Statue. That, of Liberty. That's one too. thing that kills me with these movies. I'm just like, what? Right. Like clearly, just, it's, it's New clearly York. it's New York. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they have a scene where it's like it's showing life getting back to normal, and it shows people like walking around and doing whatever. <laughs> and if you look, there's a clip in there of people. Like like a picture of New York City street where people are walking, but they didn't go and find a 1970s clip or 19 early 1980s clip of that happening. All of a sudden, the clip is like from the 2000s. No, and it's just for a second. But I was That's like, about the what only, the hell? The, the, for the most part, the res, of the um, the way they they do it, it's not like how where Lucas. Like reshot and redid a whole bunch of special yeah. effects for re-release of Star Wars, right? Right. Where it looks kind of like goofy because it's out of place. Yes. Where it look, it doesn't look like it's from 1970. Yeah. Like there's a lot of this that very much looks like it's from 1980 or 1979, yeah. right? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, and and they he tried to, which is good because it's yeah. of the time, right? Yeah. You don't want to really. I don't know. That kind of well, frustrates what they were, me. With... What they were talking about, where they were able to preserve the uh, the way it was done, mm. then they did. So, like, there was a shot of... Right. There's a shot of... It's a composite shot of a bunch of, of like, Clark and... Or Superman and Lois standing in front of a blue screen mm. in the uh, Fortress of Solitude. Then there's, like, a background picture of all the crystals and everything... Uh, and then there is, they did a shot with uh, Marlon Brando wearing uh, against black felt background, wearing an all black turtleneck, so it's just his head. Right. And then what they would have done is keyed all that out and then put just his head over the you know the crystals and whatever and like layered it, um, composited the shot. So what they were like, well, we could have done something CGI with it. But instead, what they did was they used right. the same composite technique that they had intended to originally. That's true. They did, yeah. So that it looked But sometimes Marlon Brando's head, you get all of it. Sometimes you just get, like, maybe just to the eyebrow and the chin. And sometimes you get the whole body. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's never really consistent like that. Yeah, but I also think but that was... But also, like... I don't think that was specific to Donner. I mean, I think... That was how it was originally. No, but what I'm saying is, like, it's always it's kind of fun to watch that. Yeah. Kind of like you're laughing at it. Yeah. In a way, because he's like so close to like. Yeah. You know, you know, talking to them It's like, oh, I'm so, also go- I'm also going to eat you. Oh. So there, there are some pretty significant differences could between these two. Um, I could have eaten Clark Kent. Could have been a contender. I could have been. The the biggest, I think. Both these movies uh, written by the guy that wrote The Godfather. Yes. Yes. And The Last Tom. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> the sequel to The Godfather. I'm just saying. Um, so the big one of the biggest differences that people talk about with this with this is, and we kind of touched on it too, right. where they one of them wanted something a little bit more cartoony and the other one didn't. Mm. 
And I think that's a big difference is the tone of these. So like, um, like a simple example is when uh, Zod and Ursa and Nan mm. are wreaking havoc across the, the, the U.S. Right. Across Australia as they travel in a, in a bus singing songs yes, by correct. ABBA. Oh, shit. I'm talking about Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Sorry, that's another Terrence Stamp movie. <laughs> Whoa. I went somewhere else crazy. Sorry about that. <laughs> Um, I thought it was great in that movie, too, as well. Yeah. And he was the butler in um, Haunted Mansion <laughs> great with one. Eddie Murphy. And he's your favorite joke to say, I would like a stamp of Terrence Stamp, please. Yeah, Terrence Stamp commemorative stamp. <laughs> Can I get two, please? So, um, a whole roll of Terrence Stamps. <laughs> a whole roll of Terrence Stamps. Uh Forever tearing stamps. <laughs> uh, so they show the Kryptonians, mm-hmm. uh, General Zod and his crew. They go to Sarah, oh Sarah Douglas and Jack O'Leary. Yes, right? okay. yeah. They go to uh, what do you call it? They go to uh, Mount Rushmore. Mount, yeah. Oh yeah, in the in, in the yeah, yeah in the Lester cut they go to uh, they go to Mount Rushmore and carve their faces over the president's faces. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Yeah, I guess. but it's cartoony, very cartoony. Yeah, um, so they they carve their faces over the other ones, but then uh, but in the Donner cut they had originally well there's only three of them right so like, yeah did, would they leave up i think they just i don't remember if it was teddy roosevelt or lincoln oh uh, yeah well they but, didn't know who they were yeah yeah why because they're like take me to this person called the president yeah so i doubt they would know who four of them are and i also like how the president is the one who like Speaks for the entire world, right? Because he, he's like, I talked to all the other leaders, and they told me I could make an announcement. We give up. Here I am in fake New York, yeah. called Metropolis, and I speak for the world, where we bow down to General Zod. He wasn't. In, he was in DC. Yeah. Anyway, um, but the uh, so they they cut their faces or carve their oh, faces yeah, on Mount Rushmore. DC. Yeah, you're right. But when they're in DC in the Donner cut. They actually just take the Washington Monument and destroy it. Right. And so that's the right. big that's difference. That's true. They do, because when he reverses yeah. the whole... And one of, them is, one of them is much more humorous. They didn't do something goofy with the monument. They just knocked it over. Yeah, but one's, one's more cartoonish, and the other one is more like, like sinister. rooted in yeah. something that's centralized. And like, you're like, okay, yeah, you're the bad guy. We got it. Yeah. And so, like, that's the kind of tone tonal differences. Like, there's yeah. some of the there's goofy stuff like um, when all the Kryptonians are right. uh, blowing everybody away in uh, Metropolis, like in the streets. That they think Superman's dead, and all these people are like, "Hey, he they hurt Superman. Let's get him!" And so, and it's a nice scene. All the citizens come up, and so they're just the Kryptonians are like, "Huh, okay." And just start blowing them away. Right. Uh, and when that happens, in the original Lester cut, like he started interjecting goofy things like there's a guy in a phone booth who's like, whoa! <laughs> like, you know, like getting blown I'm away. I'm in roller it. skates. Woo! Yeah, and then there's a guy in a glittery vest the, in roller skates who's like rolling back. And what's he, go, what's he go like? Whoa! So they all sound like Joanne Worley. Yeah, they all go, whoa! Like a Worley swirly. Yeah. Uh, Joanne Worley. <laughs> they blew the, with a whirly wind. The password is woo. <laughs> so they they blow them away, and you can still see some of those like goofy characters. Like you can see the guy in the roller skate you, in the Donner can. cut still. Yeah. But they don't. It's focus not like on the Donner cut's it not full of like some humor because you still have a lot yeah. of the Gene Hackman stuff because Gene Hackman refused to do any re- reshoots, reshoots yeah. as well. Because he was like, I'm not, unless Donner's there, I'm not going to. But they, like... But there's that moment, like, they're in the Donner cut where um, she kind of figures out at the beginning who Superman is. Right. She draws, like, a, you know... Well, yeah, like, because it, 
it ties it's a continuous story so right. like at the end of the first one lois starts to t- starts to suspect that clark is mm. clark is the is superman yeah. and so in the beginning of this one she's looking at the paper and she looks at clark and she goes huh and draws like a hat and a suit and glasses on him and she's like clark this is you mm. he's like i don't know what you're talking about i don't know what you're talking about yeah. instead of nothing like me instead of her forgetting about that and then which i actually sus- enjoy that because there's so many times in these where you're like come on all these yeah how stupid are you hat and glasses yeah and I you know what like i'm okay with everybody else not really like seeing yeah it. but lois being yeah. the journalist that she is should kind of figure that out right right so i'm like come on yeah but like so i'm glad that is but she she tests him by saying well you wouldn't let me die would you and jumps out the yeah. window which is what she does before in right. niagara falls right before in the lesser cut the kid falls in he saves him right and she's like why the fuck would superman be here in niagara falls right in niagara are? falls and so she jumps he saves her without her seeing like right. knowing it's him and so she's like, I guess it's not you. Because he runs down, saves her without him, her knowing. Yeah. Runs back up. But did you notice the shot of him up there? That wasn't Christopher Reeves. So when they showed him up in the window. Yeah. Saying, oh, Lois, hey, Clark. Yeah. That wasn't really Christopher Reeves. Oh, it wasn't? No. <laughs> no. You can kind of tell because I'm just like that's. Not I didn't really pay that close attention no. to. That. No, I did. Plus, it said it on IMDb. Oh, there you go. And I believe anything on IMDb. Well, yeah, you should. Yes, you definitely should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the uh, so there's stuff like that. Like they move some things around. They uh, there's a scene. So before Lois is like, you're you know, oh, I guess you're not Superman. But they're in the hotel room because they're on their fake honeymoon. Yeah, this is where the screen tests. Yeah, happen. well, and this is this is weird because like when they go on it together in the Lester cut, it's not like romantic at all. It doesn't feel romantic, right? It feels right. like it's it's their business. Their, yeah, and it's kind of goof, it's kind of goofy and joking and whatever. Right. And like she finds out he's Superman it feels because like even he, the tone, even the music, probably if I remember yeah. correctly, is kind of like Bleh. he he drops his glasses in the fire, and she he grabs them without getting burnt, and that's when she realizes, and he comes clean. In the, is that what it is? Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, in the like Donner this. cut, even though Donner it is cut, a screen she, test, yeah. she again is like in the Donner cut in the and it's a screen test, so they look a little different and stuff, right? And it's not. She pulls out a gun. And well, says, yeah, she goes. So she's saying, how is it that he's always here and whatever? And he's like, I don't know, Lois. And wow. she goes, you know what my mistake is? My mistake is wow, that I risked other people's lives and it gave you a chance to do whatever. And he's like, what are you talking about? And she goes, she pulls out a gun <laughs> and she shoots at him a couple times. Right. And he like, he looks shocked and then he stiffens up and st- like... It's a honestly like I can see like if he was basing it off of that I can see why Christopher Reeve got that because he goes from being right in front of your eyes he goes from being Clark Kent to, to Superman. Superman like without taking from, off his glasses he like goes I from do. yes he goes from being hunched yeah. to being like like standing straight and broad shoulder and you're just like even <gasps> though you don't a see a bullet or hear a bullet or see a, you know what I mean yeah he froze um it, it still works for me. And it's still, like you said, where you're like, okay, I get it. And uh, it's also like what you said to me, it shows Lois as a cunning like character as opposed to... Yeah, she's smart and she's savvy. Yeah, as opposed to like what what I figured... Like, I always felt like she was dumb and kind of like, oh, I'm not quite getting it. I'm like yeah. two steps behind. And that's not the Lois we've come to even know later on in the TV shows and the comics and, and anything else, even the movies, right? Yeah. I think they, a little bit, they base it off like the, I mean, because that's the thing, like in, in the stories, she was savvy, but I think yeah, like in TV, she was always like, Ooh, I'm just the girl, but I happen to be a reporter. Right. I'm the um, damsel in distress. She's not a damsel in distress in this. Right. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And we don't use her as that. She's the one that only really puts herself yeah. in that position once. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then maybe one other time, but everyone else is is in distress as well because yeah. 
you know, General Zod and everyone's there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So really we're not using that as a trope, which is good. Yes. Like that. But we're also not letting her be goofy. Yes. Which I think Lester does more of than Donner. Yeah. He lets her be like goofy about yeah. it. Yeah. I, I agree. Um, also, Donner... we're gaslighter for like half the movie. No, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like I get it. But she's already like drawn the thing. Like she knows. Yeah. She keeps hinting around. You're not dumb. And Clark. she keeps saying. Well, you know, that would just be super of you, Clark. Right. Like, she keeps like, saying she's it. Pretty, she's not, like, sugarcoating it. She's yeah. pretty much saying, why don't we fly there? Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's like, we get there really fast. If we just had some cheap way to fly there really fast. And <laughs> How? Like, well, yeah. I wish we would, Lois. I, I like that. Like, I like that. I do, too. Yeah. I'm just joking around about yeah. that. But I do like that because I'm just like, okay, come on. But, like, grow up, Clark, and realize that. Maybe she does know, and maybe that's a good thing. Maybe yeah. you get an ally in that, you know? Let's go with it. Okay, so, and maybe we should talk a little bit about, maybe skip around a little bit to the ending oh, then. it's fine. Based um, on that? Look, I, I, yeah, go ahead. So, in the, in the Lester cut, because mm-hmm. she finds out, you know, they have these good times at the end. She's like, I'll keep, you know, I'll keep your secret. You don't have to worry about whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm so glad I know. Yeah. This is the only movie, by the way, uh, where uh, they, they say up, up and away. Yeah. They don't say it in any other um, Superman movie. This is the only time they do is in yeah. the Donner cut. Up, up and away. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Thought I'd tell you that. Well, good to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because it's a comic booky thing. Yeah, it's a very comic Some book-y things thing. don't translate very well, so that one doesn't. Quite. Yeah, it just depends how it's said. Like they see it kind of mockingly. I don't think she like, said it that, that bad in this. Though. No, she That's says it saying. fine because she's like, and then it's up, up and away. And up, up and away. She's like, ooh, I'm in love with you, Clark. <laughs> so Superman. at the end uh, of the Lester cut, to erase her memory, he kisses her. Right. And that erases it. He has like a magic kiss that right. erases it. Which, which hashtag me too, man, dude. Come on. Well, but I okay. So I've when I was Why a do you kid, have the mag- this magic kiss. Go ahead. When I was a kid, I was really confused by that. You should be. Um, and look, Superman over time, like when back in the day when they created Superman and they would they would write him, when another character, a comic book character who was like from rival company or whatever, would get popular. And have, um, you know, great success and people would be paying attention. And they're like, well, this is a new and exciting power. They would, uh, the comic company would copy that power and give it to Superman. So he would have new shit all the time. (laughs) Seriously, like, that's why, um, like, some of his abilities they copied from... um, Oh, Shazam, Captain Marvel. Mm. Like, they basically took his powers and, like, tried to apply. Because for the longest time, Superman didn't actually fly. He just jumped. And so then they were like, well, this character actually flies over here. They're like, well, yeah, Superman can now fly, too. He can also do that. You know, like, they would just keep adding. That's why Superman has so many powers is because they would keep adding them. And then writers would yeah. give him weird things. Like, at one point, he had, like, microscope vision. Is that why it's faster than a locomotive, like... Like leap leap taller. Than yeah, he he ran faster, he jumped farther, yeah. was stronger. Like he was just like this. Mm. He was a Superman. Like he was you know stronger than your average. Oh, he's man. a Superman. Oh, he's so Jewish. Oh, my favorite line. The, the of Niagara course Falls. he's Jewish. Of course he's Jewish. Yeah, the, We're like, did that the lady waterfall. just say that he's that Superman is Jewish? Yeah, I guess you can tell with those when, when he he jumps in the water to save the little boy, and like somebody goes. Oh, thank God he's here to save them. And somebody else goes, he's so nice. And one the old lady goes, well, of course he's Jewish. What? We rewound it like two times to hear it again. Because <laughs> it was so weird. Superman. Um, hey, Superman. 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 Mort Superman. Mort Superman. <laughs> so, well, well, like I said, of course she knows he's Jewish. She yeah. Can, with those tights. Yeah. I mean, she, you know. <laughs> um. He, so, so uh, in the original version, he kisses her and it 
wipes her memory, which nonsense, whatever. Not, Lester, no. why would you do that? In because he because he wrote himself like he was taking material that he he didn't have and he wrote the yeah figured out I'm trapped. How do I get out of this? Yeah. Well, Donner isn't much better it. though either. Not really. Yeah. So in the Donner cut, and so I think they might have done this just because they didn't have footage for it. And so they had to figure out how they would do it. True. And, and so at the end of the Superman, the motion picture or whatever, the, the, he flies around the earth, mm. spins it backwards, which is not how time works. No. Um, but he spins it backwards and Although rewinds. Although we did just put our clocks forward. Yeah. So who knows? <laughs> he just rewind us an hour. He's in charge of daylight savings. Um, <laughs> no, he's in charge of the groundhog. <laughs> Uh, so he rewinds yeah. the Earth at the end of the first one to like so he can get ahead of the missile and whatever else and like the earthquake that's happening that killed Lois. In this one, he's like, she knows my identity. So he rewinds the Earth, but he rewinds it to before the events of Superman Two, right? Which makes this whole movie pointless. pointless. Which. Which kind of makes sense then why he's like Superman Return works. Like it's almost like they did the Donner cut and they were like, well, if we do the Donner cut, anything that happens in three and four don't make sense. Makes sense. Yeah. And so. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially when Golden Globus got a hold of it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Just saying. <laughs> but they didn't do three, right? They just did four. Superman they did four. Oh. Yeah, they. I think they just did four. Oh, I think so, too. Yeah, with the quest for peace. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which Gene Hackman signed on for, for whatever reason. Whatever reason. Um, But anyway, but he rewinds the Earth. Also, I think, a stupid ending. Like, both it those endings are ending. dumb. Like, it's like, one of them, you rewound everything and made the movie pointless. The other one, you magic kissed her, which make no sense. Right. It's like, come on, guys. Both like, are pointless. I, I will give credit to Donner, though. I just think his was because... He couldn't go in there and film anything new. Correct. I mean, he it's couldn't been do that. This is where years. And that's where the uh, the people walking like in clearly modern times. Mm. That's where that clip occurs. Mm. And so, like, I get it. They probably were like, "Holy shit, we really need to piece something." We need together to have here. that filled in. Yeah. yeah. And so they just reused. So I give him like as much as both of those are dumb. At they least his are. version, like, I give some credit to because like. He didn't have people right there to be able to work with as compared to Lester. So. Yeah, I mean, there's a little bit of an advantage over that, like you said, but they're both stupid. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I agree. I agree. Um, I think, too, like talking about, um, I think the other big thing is <laughs> the villains in this. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean... Lester, like Donner also... People always talk about how, like, well, Lester just made Lex Luthor too, like, comedic. And I'm like, yeah, Donner did that, too. But all of that was Donner. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's not really less. I mean. Yes. I, you know what? Like, that's a thing. They, I will give credit. Way to not use Ned Beatty. Yeah. Right. I mean, they didn't in the second. I know, but I'm yeah. just saying. I love that when we did go to the jail. And I turn to you and go, oh, look, it's Paddington 2. <laughs> <laughs> the Donner Cut. The Donner Cut. Paddington 2. The <laughs> no, the, okay, so I know that Gene Hackman was like, I, I wanted to bring, you know, Superman to life and your Lex Luthor to life and, like, kind of wanted to make him this villain. I'm sorry, but, like, I think he loses the spirit of what who Lex Luthor is as a character. I never get the sense that Lex Luthor's actually a genius. He just seems like a con man. With with him. With Gene Hackman. With Gene Hackman. Yeah, in general. Like, okay. I have problems. Honestly, and I know this is sacrilege, but Gene Hackman's, like, probably one of my okay. least favorite Lex Luthor's. So people say Rain Wilson in The Death of Superman, Rain of Superman, is not a great Lex Luthor. Oh, no, he's not. And no. then Chris Knopf in Justice League Crisis on two Earths. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the guy from the new Adventures of Superman, Lois and Clark. Oh yeah, he was right. And Jesse Eisenberg, they put. He's they, oh my god, Jesse they put Eisenberg. All of them before. Yeah, Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman was like four. 
Yeah. But then they have like, um, I think they have Michael Rosenbaum one. Michael Rosenbaum's really good. And then they have, um, what's his bucket? Who's, who does it on Supergirl? Oh, uh, Ducky. Uh, yeah. Ducky. John Cryer. John Cryer. John Cryer's a two. great Lex Luthor. Yeah, he's number two. Yeah. It's hard to beat Michael Rosenbaum. It is hard to beat Michael Rosenbaum. Even because um, there's fun. There's something very creepy, but very humanitarian. Yeah. Also, did they have Clancy Brown on the list? Clancy Brown was three, I think. Yeah, Clancy yeah. Brown's really good. Um, people don't give him credit. Um, and he's problematic. So take this with a grain of salt. But honestly, like, I know that Kevin Spacey is basically basing his Lex Luthor mm. off of Gene Hackman's Lex Luthor. But I, I think Kevin Spacey does one better because I get the sense that... He's more of a maniac. He is a con man still, but There's more I get the sense of evil right. in that one. In this one, it just seems like Gene Hackman's doing random crap. Mm. Like, I'm always just like, what is your deal? Like, he seems like... He's like, well, I'm the most brilliant mind, but... When Gene Hackman portrays him that way, to me, it's almost like but he yeah, says he's brilliant, but he seems like an idiot. Still. Yeah, like he's like, I'm a brilliant mind, but then he's like, uh, go north, and 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 you know, uh, what's her face? Like, no, north is that way. Yeah, and points the opposite direction. Oh yeah, well you're a genius. Yeah, don't you know where north was in your balloon? He in your Paddington two balloon. That's what I think. Like I think the way Hackman escape per- that is so comical. I think that Hackman portrays him in a way that like he's a guy who says he's a billionaire. He's smarmy. He's smarmy. He says he's a billionaire and he's a genius and he's the greatest mm, person and everybody who, loves what him. What you're saying, I don't and exactly know what but you're he's saying, really but, an idiot who mm-hmm. has like dumb plans and, and lots of money and like yeah. thinks or thinks he has lots of money yeah but doesn't tries to con people yeah exactly right I and is quick to side with enemies right like yes maybe yeah. i don't know yeah russia no i mean kryptonians oh yeah know. that's what i meant sorry like yeah. Zod. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 who want to invade yes like another planet yeah. and destroy democracy and, and destroy democracy and, and make their own yes. kind of government yeah that's the inside their own yeah world you got it okay gotcha. you got it um but that's what he basically comes off as we were talking about trump <laughs> no we weren't we I know. what 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 no the uh but no, he does. He just comes off as like a con man who thinks he's. He tells everybody he's smart and brilliant and rich, and that's how he comes off. Mm. But like, I'm just like, ugh, like I don't care for that as much. But where Spacey does the same thing, he's clearly a con man. Um, but with Spacey's, he actually does things that are like mildly right. scientific, and like he does. And there's a little bit of that with. Eisenberg is just really not cast well. No. That's not a good... No. He was... Again, he was Zuckerberg. Kind of in a way. It's like Zuckerberg trying to be... Yeah. Yeah, but that's a different kind of evil. That's real evil. Yeah. Yeah, but... You know... I would rather have had that than, like, him be Zuckerberg and it's that than, like, whatever he was... Right, that's what I mean. Like, that's not... No. Yeah. No, that's why when like we were like John Cryer was gonna be, and then you went yeah, but check it out like I, oh I my god John Cryer, and he blew my expectations away like hell he was yeah great. yeah he's fantastic yeah, um, and who would have thought who would have thought I thought that was so stupid mm. when they first said it but yes oof that was it was good um anyway but like so he's still goofy either way but in the Donner cut I think they toned down some of the goofier moments with him like. A lot of, like, in the original theatrical, it was a lot of, like, boom, 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 like, him being, like, stupid and whatever. Right. Uh, and they brought him back in with some of it. But I think, oh. like, they show him more in the Donner Cut manipulating the Kryptonians. Look, there's people that love the Lester Cut. There's people that love it. And there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. I just feel like in order to get, like, if we're talking about a director that's putting something simultaneously, directing yeah. something. You know, yeah. and not doing the back-to-back like Lord of the Rings thing, but doing it while you're filming something yeah, else. Yeah, right. Filming the first one, maybe show a little bit more appreciation for that. Yeah. You know, and and at that time, it was a little before its time, 
But like, let that person finish. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, calm down. There's also some things with like, um, in the Donner cut, like, um, non, who's like the, the mute Kryptonian, um, he seems like they make him into like an idiot, like a goofy, like a baby, basically. Yeah. In the Lester cut, in this one, they just make him more. They cut some of that out where he's like, ooh, ooh, yeah. like where he's, you know, he's just yeah. inquisitive now. Like he's, you have him looking at things right. and being like, mm, you know, like he's right. primitive, but he's not like, yeah, super stupid. Um, and then <laughs> they have. Uh, what was it? Um, oh, he when he fights him in Metropolis, like there's some minor things where like he crashes through the Statue of Liberty's torch, which is what Donner originally wanted, versus mm-hmm. uh, Lester had him crash into a building, so they had to change a few things. Um, but again, like you said, that's New York. Yeah, but I also I also think them hitting him into that torch was a little cheesy. It was like, come on, Donner. I like the Lester part was better with that, mm-hmm. with something until like they started getting, we're like, we're blowing people away comedically. You know, that was goofy, but, um, in any case, Superman escapes, they go after him. Um, when he is in the fortress of solitude is where things go batshit crazy in the Lester <laughs> cut, in the theatrical. Cause that is where all of a sudden Kryptonians start teleporting. We already saw weird things like, they used telekinesis to like move guns around, like float guns over mm. to them. Remember, we were like, "How did you do that? How did you do that?" Yeah, doesn't matter. We just did it. Um, but right because he... they're like, "You're the same as you're the same as Superman." Yeah, you have the same powers as Superman. I don't remember Superman teleporting anything. Yeah, the in the when they get into the Fortress of Solitude, they teleport. They start shooting like mm. laser beams from their hands. Yeah. Like shooting energy beams. Uh, and then, of course, the favorite one that everybody remembers. Superman grabs the S on his chest <laughs> and throws it like a blanket onto, onto Nan. And uh, he's just like wrapped up in it. And people are like, what? Like, what is that? And uh, they cut all of that. Thank God. Thankfully. And so, like, yeah, so it's it's got a right... It, they basically skip the fight in the Fortress of Solitude. Um, which, much better than everything else. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the one thing that is kind of weird, too, is where uh, <laughs> Superman basically destroys the fortress. And I'm like, did you just kill everybody inside of it? Well, yeah, like, did you just kill Lex Luthor? Because, you know. Yeah, he was in there. But then if you think about it, if he goes back in time anyway. Yeah, but that's the thing. He rewinds it, and when he does, <laughs> they showed... Uh, and they show them in the Fortress of Sol... Or in the Phantom Zone again, so they could just get freed somewhere else again. I did, yeah, I'm like, are you in charge of, like, Groundhog's Day? Yes. Is that what Superman... Yep. Just, you know, whenever yep. someone goes to the blind spot, or not the blind spot, the, you know... I don't know. Fortress of Solitude. For, well, no, I, that's not what I meant. Oh, okay. I meant Supernatural. Do the oh, the mystery day. spot. Mystery spot. Like yeah. when you go to the mystery spot, and it's not really a trickster. It's just Superman just rewinding, rewinding it over and over again. They don't even. You don't even know that he's actually simultaneously having mm. a battle somewhere else. Yeah, you don't. You know, because Donner was filming it simultaneously <laughs> with another and another. Just kept going. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah. It was. It, it was. Technically, it wasn't Metropolis. It was Schenectady in New York. Oh no, Schenectady! Ah, I made a reference. Skipping forward, uh, but yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I guess. Um, if you want to check out the movie Schenectady, New York, go go right ahead. Go right ahead with the late Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> scratch your head and then come back and talk to me about it. I love it. All right, should we do our five questions? Yeah, let's let's try that. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think is the best part of like this? Let's just talk mm-hmm. about first movie in general. What do you think is the best part? Uh, the Lester cut. The Lester cut. Is <laughs> no, it's like what? No, um, it's hard not to say Christopher Reeves mm-hmm. because it, the, a this movie is dedicated to Christopher Reeves. Yeah. Um, 
and it's just so hard not to think of him as this role, right? Yeah. Um. So my that's probably my favorite, and also the fact that like you kept the the uh, screen test of the bullet. Yeah. Which was like tricking him. Yes. Into admitting that coming out and saying, "I'm Superman," which almost mirrors to me what he does to Zod and everyone. Yeah. At the end? Yes. So maybe that was good that there was that, that mirror aspect. Too. Yeah, yeah. So I like that. But my favorite is probably Christopher Reeves. Yeah. yeah. So honestly, in this movie, I Did you get like... what I'm saying, though, about the Yeah, mirror? I got what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. In this movie, I actually like Lois Lane a lot more um, than I did in the in I can the stand her in this. Yeah. I remember like going in the first one and going, ugh, here she is like hanging from the helicopter. And, like, yeah. I just can't stand you, and I don't know why. I, is it because I'm young? I don't know, but yeah. I'm just like the whole damsel in distress thing. Yeah, pisses me off half the time. Well, and she also like I like the fact that she only tries like so she she figures out Superman because she's not dumb. I like that they're mm-hmm. like yeah, she's not stupid guys. Um, and when she even does the you're gonna have to save me and like throws herself out the window. Yeah. Like, in the end, she lands, like, you know, Clark helps slow her down with super breath and, like, pulls out the awning, basically, that she lands on and bounces off of. And then lands into a table full of watermelons. Yeah. And just, just, like, covered with gunk. And so, like, to me, though, I'm like, okay, I can take that. Because she's like, what the hell? Like, you know, it wasn't, like, comedic. How I mean, it it had comedy to it. It had some, like, Clark. But it was, like, a... Oh, I I guess I wasn't. You know, now I got egg on my face. No, you got watermelon on your face. <laughs> but, like, it was... I thought it was pretty decent character development. And, again, like, she wasn't trying to be the damsel in distress with that. Um, and she even got a few punches in, too. Like, I think it's in both cuts, too. Like, she punches Ursa in the face uh, early on. And... Uh, when she punches him or punches her, she's like, "Oh God!" Because her hand, cause it's Kryptonian, uh, so she hurts her hand. But when they're in the Fortress of Solitude, she's like, "Oh hey, like I got my, I got my power. Uh, you don't have powers anymore." So she was able to deck her that time. So like I, uh, no, I I liked that they, uh, you know, that she kind of got that chance. She got to be tough and, like, break out of her. Mm-hmm. The only reason she was being a damsel in distress because some Kryptonian had a hold of her. Right. So, um, I, I liked Lois a lot more in this cut, especially. But I think in Superman, yeah. Because I think before in Superman 2, it wasn't as big of a, like, it was still like, what is your deal? What is your deal? Yeah, in this one, though, I feel like. And not bad because of the editing. Yeah, I feel like we get a lot more sense that she's, like, a good journalist. And, like, while Clark may be, you know, a good journalist and Mm -hmm. he's Superman and doing whatever, like, or he's a, you know, a hero, she is savvy and smart and, like, she can outwit. And I think I like that version of her in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. In this other one. Because it really is. Like, I mean, Lois should not be somebody to be trifled with either. So. Um... Do you think this movie stands on its own? No. Yeah. No. I Go ahead. I will say, like, and I didn't touch on this, but the the Lester cut versus the Donner the cut. The opening of that. Yeah. Right? The opening shots. Yeah. I thought you were going to mention that. Yeah, I forgot. Um, but that's fine. But in the Lester cut, they opened it with, there's a nuclear bomb that's going to go off and, like, or heading for France. And uh, Superman takes another nuclear missile and throws it in space or nuclear bomb and throws it into space. And that's how the phantom zone gets busted open. Well, so that's like the second missile or nuclear nuke that he's thrown out there. (laughs) Oh no, Bradley went the phantom zone. Well, he's flipping around there. Uh, no, so the Donner cut, though. So, uh, oh, and that's the other. The Lester cut has not only with him doing the thing in France and throwing the bomb into space, but it also does kind of like a 
previously on, like it, not so bad. <laughs> previously but it, on it Superman One, it talks about what happened in the first one. No, like it was a TV movie. In this, which is fine. I yeah, guess, in but... the in the Donner cut though, we're seeing a bunch of clips from the first one, but what they're showing is what's happening simultaneously. Simultaneously, which is as perfect. the Phantom Zone getting closer and closer. But I don't think it necessarily holds up on its own. Because of that. Right. But that's a good way. I think. That's a good reason why. Yeah, I think that's. Because that... it's supposed to not. Because it's supposed to be simultaneously. Yes. And so to shoot it like that. Or to have it like that. Because of what you're doing with uh, Marlon Brando. Yeah. Uh, everything's fine. Like, yeah. I'm fine with that. But I'm not. Like, saying that it doesn't stand on its own is not a bad thing. It's just saying that you need the first one, which is good. Because you should be watching these back to back anyway. Yeah. Because they're epic. Yes. Very and much it's so. honestly kind of a two part movie. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. And it, I think yeah. more the Donner than the Lester. Agreed. Do you um, know what I mean? Yes. And I would agree with that. It doesn't stand on its own only by the virtue of like those two things simultaneously happening. But I think that the way they do it, I think Donner does it better than Lester. Right. That's what I'm saying. Case. Yeah. You just said it quicker than me because mm-hmm. I'm still stuck in the pattern. So. Whoa. Whoa. But I think, I think you answered that too. Yeah. I, yeah. I was saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. Does this make you want to watch the first one? <laughs> yes. This does make me want to watch the first one. Why wouldn't this make you want to watch the first one? Yeah. It's rooted in nostalgia, which is a good thing because these are fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It is really a really good comic book movie to begin with in an era where they you didn't get comic book movies, mm-hmm. you know, in that aspect. Um, and so why wouldn't you want to watch the first one? Like I said, watch them back to back, uh, but make sure I say make sure it's the Donner to Donner and Blitzen and Blitzen. <laughs> Comment and keep it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yes, it makes me want to watch the first one. Does not make me want to watch four. Sort of makes me want to watch three, but that's because I am a Richard Pryor fan. But even that's kind of annoying. But it also makes me want to watch Superman Returns. Yeah. Which is actually not that bad of a Superman movie that people kind of shit upon, which I think in hindsight and coming back, terrible fucking director, but decent Superman movie. Yes. And a good Superman in a decent Superman. Like, I think Brandon Roth got a bad, yes. you know, yeah, rap. Yeah, he did. For, like, all that. Right. Um, and I don't, really, I don't think, it's not a great Superman movie by any means. No. I'm sorry, though. If, if Worst case scenario... Even if that's a bad movie, yeah, Brandon Routh is a great Superman. I agree and, and because he he picked up like he really was working hard at doing the Christopher right. Reeve piece of that and doing him honor. So like, I will always praise Brandon Routh for that. Mm-hmm. So, and he uh, got to reprise that during he did. You know, yeah, the, the DC crossovers, the Arrowverse stuff, the Arrowverse, yeah. yeah. Um, spoilers. Sorry. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> the um, I think as far as watching the first one, uh, yeah, it does. I've also seen that movie a bajillion times. But it makes you want to. Yeah, it I mean, does. That's, that's the that's the question. Yeah. The question is, it doesn't does it make you want to watch it, even though you've seen it a billion times? No. Um, it's, does it make you want to watch the first one? Sure. There you go. I wouldn't kick it out of bed. No, it's it a was. yes or no question. <laughs> Move on. Um, reboot, continue, or cancel? Technically, some of those things have happened. All of that, because all of that has happened. Um, I mean, this is something, it's all happened. Superman is not something that we really need to kind of continue to redo. Yeah. We know the story. We're now on our 400th interpretation of it with Lois, the, uh, the, the new, new adventures of Lois and Clark, whatever it is. On Arrowverse. Superman and Lois yeah. now. Are the Arrowverse like we we've we've done the story? Yeah, let's do other stories. Yeah, and I guess that's my answer. My answer is all that shit's been done. Let's do other stories. Um, we did Supergirl, which was rocky towards the end. Had a good middle, had a rough start, but again, all that was kind of like 
they didn't have Superman yet. Yeah. And so they were trying to tell Superman stories through a super girl kind of yeah. way. Do you know what I mean? Even like later on, they were like, well, throw them in the Phantom Zone. Like everything was like yeah. Superman. Yes. You know, related. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's, I've, I've seen it, you know, I've seen yeah. it so many times. Small yes. fill. We've seen it. Do something else. Yeah. Um, and I'm fine with, and just leave us alone for a while. Yeah. You can always come back. People love Superman. Yeah. And we've you seen, you can Hen- come back to it. It's fine. We've seen Henry Cavill's, uh, Superman. <sighs> man. I do not like him as Superman. I no. will go down. He's too like, some people like him. I do not like him. He's too dark for me. Yeah. Although the way, uh, Snyder cuts him in the Snyder cut is yeah. pretty good. Like he's not that terrible. No, um, no. I just think he's. But like, I don't think it's that's his movie. I think it's Cyborg is more in that. Yeah, yeah. and the Flash mm-hmm. are more for that movie, which is yes. great. Um, some of your experience in two words: mm-hmm. super cut because you need a haircut. What? Mm-hmm. It's Wait, wild and crazy. Making me right go to supercuts? No, supercut because this is a supercut. Yeah. Um. Done. Boom. <laughs> Super I'm, cut. I'm going to say director cut because I'm going to cut you if you direct me to cut my hair again. Perfect. <laughs> no. The end. All right. <laughs> no. Um, interesting perspective because it's I me. Mean, I think a lot of times like I give you super cut. Yeah. Whatever. So, but no, but I think that like a lot of times, especially with director's cuts, it's interesting to like part of me like with the Snyder cut some of it um I'm just like mm, did you really originally intend to do that or did you just change it because you knew people had beef with certain things or it's, it's one that might things, be true right there's one of the things I don't trust about director's right. cuts because at least director's cuts that come out way after uh, the fact. yeah yeah, and which a lot where they're like, no, this is how I intended it. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times, like, you'll get them and you're just like, it seems like you, uh, it seems like you did it in a way that you tried to erase your mistakes and then say, or like the, the parts people didn't care for and say, well, I didn't want that originally. Trying to like preserve your vision of it. Like, yeah. it happens so Snyder what about the cut. Daredevil cut. Director's cut. Daredevil. The, the director's cut of that one mm. um it cut out some it cut out some like like detective plot points mm. um and then it also changed uh like the studio there's a, the scene is daredevil hears uh somebody getting beat up and like mugged oh yeah yeah, yeah. and he's like i've got to go and electra's like stay and fuck me and he's like cool all right Cool. And just lets that person get like, right. murdered because. or whatever. And in the director's cut, he leaves to go help that person. Then marry me. And then let's divorce. And then there's like, he does more detective work, um, which I'm like, good. Okay. That it added to it. The only thing that I'm just like, what the hell is there's like scenes with Coolio that are really right. weird yes. in the director's yeah. cut. Um, and even like, there's like the uh, Punisher with Thomas Jane. There's, stuff that's added that it feels like you probably didn't need it the daughter cut wanted uh run them uh, uh run dmc in in the uh director cut did they no what? no <laughs> like what no um but like it's hard to tell especially like again like when they go back and they can recut it and be like see this is what i originally intended like sometimes i feel like you know that could be a cop out sometimes it's mm. not but like, especially like Snyder's cut, the Donner cut, like clearly this wasn't exactly what Richard right, Donner because wanted because he couldn't have the film for some of what he actually right. would have wanted. So like to me, it's it's kind of cheap and easy to go back and say, oh, this is what I wanted because he's trying to filter out the things that right. people whine about uh, or like how he would do how he would do what was out there differently but like that's not what happened like lester cut is what we got originally and so it's like it's kind of tough for me to do it but like it's interesting still to see what that director's perspective of like how if they could do had one more chance how would they've done it differently um or like if they could have 
again, like Hellboy, Punisher, Daredevil, like if they could have done it differently the first time and like not eliminated some of the scenes they mm-hmm. did, how would it have been different? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just depends. Well, there you go. I think you've induced on that one. Yeah. Yeah. You can find the director's cut. I don't think anywhere online. I think maybe you can find it, but we had it. So, yeah. So we a have disc set. Yeah. It's I'll look a that weird, it's go a ahead. weird disc set. So we have, we found uh, a long time ago at a, like a used DVD place. We found a, it was like a tin with a Batman symbol and a Superman symbol on it. And inside of it is a case that has nine DVDs. It has uh, Superman 1, Superman 2, Donner Cut, Superman 3, Superman 4, Superman Returns, and then the first four Batman movies. Uh, so it's a very weird collection, but, you know, we picked it up at the time, and thankfully, because that way we got to see the Donner Cut then. I mean, it says you can... I don't know. Hold on. Superman... And while you're doing that, let me tell you where people can find us. Hey, where can people find us, Jeremy? Thank you. Uh, people can find us at thedeucepodcast.podbean.com, Google Play, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, a lot of those podcatchers. Um, you can find us on Facebook. Um, you can also find us on Twitter at Deuce Podcast, as well as uh, all of our podcast mm-hmm. mates, the Always Up Network. That's hashtag AUN. Uh, you can find many different shows about many different topics who we are podcast mates with, and we all support each other. That's correct. Uh, Superman 2, the Don- Richard Donner cut from 2006. You can rent on Amazon for five ninety nine. Oh. You can also watch the Lester cut or the original uh, theatrical release on HBO Max, along with uh, a bunch of the other Superman movies. Nice. So you can do that as well. Um, but we reviewed the Donner cut for you. The Donner cut. Uh, and uh, we'll be back next week. Maybe we'll uh, do another cut. Maybe yeah. we won't. Cut or no cut, you decide. That sounded bad. <laughs> cut right. and cut. Yeah, that sounded bad. Anyway, I'll leave it. I'll leave it on that bad note. All right, and remember, the sequel is king. <laughs>